are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, it was quite, quite an eventful Labor Day game for the Tampa Bay Rays as they defeat the Boston Red Sox by a score of, I think I've got it right, after all that happened, 11 to 10. All it took was five hours, 19 hits, seven pitchers, and the Rays are racing a six-run deficit, but they did it to improve to 87 and 51 on the year and now eight and a half up on the Yankees and nine up on the Red Sox in the AL East. What what was that that happened yesterday? You know, how ironic is it that on Labor Day, they really had to labor mm-hmm. to get that W. Uh, that was, as Austin Meadows said, the biggest win of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people in Race Nation agree with that. I mean, that was just sensational. And, and, and sensational because so many things happened, Kevin. You, you talk about five hours. There were f- over 400 pitches that, that were being thrown. Uh, you know, uh, people went to the movies and came back, and this the game was still going on. You could have had lunch and dinner, and the game was still going on. It was one to remember. Uh, and, and I don't even know where we can start. I mean, do we start with, with Yarbs and – and or the offensive explosion, the bullpen work. Where do you want to go from here? Wherever you want to go, Ulysses. I mean, there was a lot in that game. In fact, you mentioned it first with Yarbrough. I mean, the Rays were down 7-1. It yes. was very quickly looking like a clunker game. I think that's probably when a lot of people checked out. I mean, you yeah. and I personally, I think we were doing other things. And then we come back and we say, what the heck? The, the Rays are back in this thing. And uh, I mean, you had an entire day like that. That game was so long. You could have had lunch and dinner and had it spread apart. You could have worked out. You could have taken a nap. You could have gone to the beach. You could have gone to the grocery store and still enjoyed parts of that game. I, I, I put out a tweet. I was like, it's early. I still believe in this offense, but it's sale pitching. And it's smelling like a clunker mm-hmm. because it did seven to one against Chris Sale. It's the third inning and Yarbrough's out. I, that that cannot get uh, more clunker territory. But they persevered, and that is something that Rays Nation really needs to um, learn time and time again that these guys are going to come back. They they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. If it smells like a clunker, they still will grind at bats. They have each other's backs. Uh, you you talk about Yarbrough and his horrible uh, outing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, he has an eleven twenty five ERA against Boston. I mean, w- we're talking five out of six outings he has allowed now five runs at least. If the matchup against the the the, the Red Sox happens to be in the ALDS, we can even talk about you know is he a part of the rotation? 
for, 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 for that roster crunch. But, you know, Topkin wrote that 49.4% of all the Rays wins in 2021, the Rays have trailed at some point. So wow. basically 50% of the Rays wins come from, from, from behind. It, it, they have trailed. It's such an amazing team. You, you've got to really appreciate what they've been doing this year. Yeah. And I hate to look, it was an amazing, amazing win. And I hate to harp on the negatives, but Yarbrough against the Red Sox is a concern and that shouldn't be a thing anymore. At least this yeah. season. Like I think, Honestly, if not for the green monster, the line could have probably looked a little bit worse yeah. for Ryan Yarbo. It's just what's so frustrating for him against the Red Sox is he can't really put anybody away. Yeah. Like so many deep counts, three, two, nine, eight, ten pitch at bats. The cutter gets too much of the plate and the righties just go to town. It just seems like, man, Renfro can do damage. Uh, J.D. Martinez can do damage. Christian Vasquez can do damage, but at least of course, I, I think that's enough for the, the negatives. As far as that game goes, let's turn to the positives here. Okay. I mean, Cause there are a lot of positives. There's so many, sure. there's so many because a lot of people stepped up, Kevin. Yes. And, and I think if we, if we, if we have to highlight number one, I would go with Wander. He keeps, wow, okay. he keeps astonishing. I mean, a 20 year old who has now tied Mickey Mantle's on base streak at 36 games, he had four hits uh, to, uh, to, again, given, given uh, Topkins some, some, some kudos here, found out 20 games of his first 59 Franco has multiple hits. So let's just make that round numbers 20 out of 60. That's a third, a third of his games. He has multiple hits. Who is, I mean, this yes. kid is as advertised, at least since, you know, the all-star break where he started to get some, some, some steam. Wonder Franco keeps astonishing yeah. everybody. And this isn't some slappy he was facing yesterday. It was Chris Sale. Right. And he's shown he can get to Chris Sale multiple times so far this season. In fact, it was looking like you mentioned uh, Chris Sale versus Ryan Yarbrough, probably not going to be a good matchup. And as you like to do, you look, like to see the complexion of the game with the First pitch, first at bat. Yeah. And I think it was Randy Rosarina leading off the game. And yes. Chris Sale just, oh, but it was okay. Chris Sale is on. He's looking <laughs> like his old form. And then Wander Franco gets a triple basically on, you know, one of the first pitches. And that's like, okay, maybe, maybe the Rays can get to him at least a little bit. And I'm going to say it right here. You mentioned Wander Franco. I think he's going to win rookie of the year. And I think he's going to finish the season with an above 300 batting average. I think this. I don't know if he's going to break the all-time record for on base, but I think he's built enough momentum up now that people are really starting to talk about him. You start to see the national media, Ken Rosenthal, Jason Stark, MLB.com, ESPN. There's a lot of write-ups on Wander. So, and he's already, if you look at B-Ref, he's already at three war in yeah. the amount of time he's played. And you see not just what he did with the bat, with the four hits, that's great and all, but the routine, the plays that needed to be made at shortstop, he did turn into double play because there, he had a handful of plays. And, you know, maybe if this was first month Wander Franco, maybe right. he he knocks one of those balls or he makes an errant throw, but he did what he needed to do up the middle in a, in a tightly contested, not a lot of margin for air in that game. Yeah. Especially yesterday, he did have to turn a very important double play and he did. So, um, 
I'm still not going to uh, say he's got it all figured out on, right. on the field. I think he's got some some things to kind of um, tweak a little. But yeah, he's been impressive. And and the more that the national media write ups happen, the more steam he's going to get on the Rookie of the Year uh, award votes. I still don't think so because of the games. Uh, uh, I think if he plays every game, he would be reaching 85, 86. I, that, I think that's a yeah. little bit too low. Uh, Will Myers won it in 2013 with 88, and people were talking about, is that enough for the rookie of the year? So we'll see, uh, but he's definitely putting up numbers that if he keeps going at this rate, you have to believe that it doesn't matter how many games, it's the rookie of the year. And if you think of 2021 and what he can do, then he should win that. But you're right. He wasn't the only one in the lineup that was that was killing at it. Maybe a 20-year-old did it, but a 41-year-old can, can, can do some damage as well. Yes, that is true, and we will get to that. Uh, there's a lot to unpack from this game, so we'll uh, take a little detour here and come back to that. Uh, first, we have to tell you about Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first-ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. All you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that in the DFS game. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be one-on-one. You can play Stat Hero now and change the odds. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, L O C K E D O N, sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're actually giving you a 300% match. That is unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on. Okay, Ulysses, you mentioned it. Uh, the the guy who's 41 years old, who could that be? Oh, yeah, Nelson Cruz. I mean, he was all over this game from start to finish. Let's not forget the Rays did draw first blood. I mean, he yeah. got the first run of the game. And then when it was 7-1, to one, he has that big hit. Not really a hit, I guess, but the ball, the deep fly ball that Alex Verdugo drops, and that scores everybody a little... Yeah little league home run of sorts that was that made it seven to five that was really the play where okay the rays are absolutely back in this thing and it's like well now you make that play that's probably going to chase chris sale out of the game and that's just going to totally demoralize the team and then he has the home run in the eighth inning then in the tenth inning he starts things off with a base hit he gets to second after i think renfro tries to throw home And then Nelson Cruz, all his age and old, tired legs, he scores from second to home on a base hit through the shift from Brandon Lau. So just a little bit of everything from Nelson Cruz. And it's so funny because we highlighted him Monday and he totally lived up and continued things today. And this is why, yeah, it's good to have him uh, third in the order in protecting Wander Franco and some others. And you talked about contact. I mean, contact makes things happen. I don't care. I really don't care about strikeouts. I know it's 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 uh, it's a boomer rant here, but I don't care. Contact makes things happen. That deep fly ball. That's better than a strikeout. Why? It gave you four runs. 
He gave you four runs to get you back in the game. He shows why that's important. Going the other way. What an important thing about hitting uh, when he gets that go-ahead run in the 10th. The, the big solo blast, of course, uh, gave the, the Rays some. But the running, the running aspect, mm-hmm. the hustling, the baseball IQ of, hey, that throw is way high. I can take second base. And then taking second base barely. Yeah. I mean, that tag was really close, but, but he took it. And then the wherewithal to go home uh, when, when Lau scores it, kind of holding a little bit because that little – you know, blooper by by Bilal could have been caught by the second baseman, but uh, alertly he he went and, and scored. All around a really good game by by Nelson Cruz. I'm I'm telling you, I think there are things you can see on an Excel spreadsheet and mm-hmm. and and fan graphs and savant, but look at how everybody in that dugout was cheering not only for Nelson and yeah. and his hustling and Wander. But Austin Meadows, too, with, with his uh, inside the park home run. There is something about this team, this camaraderie. It's really, really special. And, and I, I feel like going to the World Series last year, it kind of gave them the the kind of chip on their shoulder. Like, we could have won that. Like, yeah. we could have beaten the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They were so close of doing that. So now it's like, no, that's ours. And we are not going to back down from Chris Sale, 7-1 to one, in Fenway Park. That means nothing. We're, go- we're a better team, and we're going to prove it, and they did. And I want to make something clear here. Just because the Red Sox have a very sloppy defense, because they do, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it was the Red Sox who lost. You have to keep pushing. Yeah. You have to keep grinding out at bats. You have to make contact of Chris Sale, and they did that. And, and then they kind of took advantage of those errors. And that's what you have to do. Good teams, when they're given an extra out, they take care of business. And that's what the race have been doing this whole season. That's a really good point because it's not like, okay, after the game was seven to five, it's not like the Red Sox just died and didn't score a run. I mean, it was as the Rays were coming back, the Red Sox were increasing their lead by one. It would be seven to five. Then I think it was nine to seven at one point. So it kept, you, you, the Rays for the entire game, all 10 innings had to continue to chase before ultimately getting the victory there. And another guy I want to highlight before uh, I suppose we move on another, not quite the age of Nelson Cruz, but still a very savvy vet, Colin McHugh. Yes. That is another type of guy you need when the game is on the line and doing some things that makes you say, okay, yeah, it's good that the Rays acquired this guy, and it's good that they'll hopefully, assuming he stays healthy, will be there for the player uh, playoffs because you, you talk about – well, how many innings did he work, first off? I, I believe two innings. Okay, so he worked multiple innings, but in the 10th inning, just you can see – how mature and advanced he is as a ball player. Yes. Other people are playing checkers. He's playing chess. He does the intentional balk with a runner on second to move him over to third. That run doesn't really matter because you're up by two and you don't want to risk giving away the signs and, and having the, the runner at second relay the signs. And then later on, you know, he basically totally, maybe in consultation with the catcher and Kyle Snyder, Pitches around Rafael Devers. We're not yes. going to let Rafi Devers beat lefty, righty. This guy is one of the best hitters in baseball right now. We'll take our chances with either Franchi Cordero, who was on deck, or Kevin Ploiecki, who they subbed in for. So bases loaded and, and still being able to 
have the, the, the gumption and the poise to get out of it. So that was just, man, really, really heads up pitching a baseball from, from Colin McHugh and, and company. There's something about being experienced, right? And I know, you know, the trash can jokes are obviously going to yeah. come here, but you know, it's the Red Sox. They cheated too. And Alex Cora managing, he cheated too. And Colin McHugh knows that too. So he, you know what? I'm not going to take any, any chances here. Take the balk, take third. I don't care about that run. Let's go get the three outs. And he does. And, and the Devers at bat was very interesting. Everything at the top of the zone. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to swing over uh, underneath this, sure. Go ahead and take your strike. And, and then maybe I can, I can throw something at you in the zone, but if you're not going to bite, that's okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to face you. I'd rather face Kevin Plowecki and, 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 and get the third out. He was going to make contact Franco, by the way, good, good, um, coming in, uh, to the infield for, for that last out. Great play there. Um, the wherewithal to, to kind of speed up, not, 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 that's something that Wander has a little bit of a, an issue. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like letting the, the, the play come to him. He actually went forward and, and finished that play. Uh, it, Again, Colin McHugh, he has been an unsung hero in this bullpen. If you talk about what this bullpen is made out of, it's it's Kittredge and, and McHugh, first of all. I mean, th- those guys have been carrying th- this this bullpen this whole season. So very nice to see him. I, I don't know where you go from here as a race fan, not trusting that they can come back out of any deficit. Yeah. I mean, if you're on anti-social media and, and on the third inning, they're losing 3-0. I don't care who's on the mound on the other team. I don't care who's on the top, on the mound for the race. If this team is losing 3-0, in uh, and, and on anti-social media, it's like, oh, they're putting a, a bad game again. You have, have you watched this team? Have you watched this team? They can come back. They're, they're a really good team. I, I'm pumped. This team could win 100 games, Kevin. Yeah, I really, and not just win 100 games. I'm caught, look, I, I'm I'm full of hot takes today. Ooh. Maybe full of hot air as well. <laughs> uh, Wander Franco, rookie of the year. Okay. Rays win the World Series. It's yeah. a game. What happened yesterday. It's a team. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 those are the things that happen during a season. You're like, they're special. Mm-hmm. They're a special team. And, 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 and you got to love that. I, I love that attitude because I remember I was getting a lot of crap. I'm not going to name any names when I said that the race would win the division, the race would win the division. And honestly, it's, it's, I'm almost close to putting that bow on it, but I'm not ready there because the magic number is a belief 17 right now. So we'll, we'll still have to wait, unfortunately, but, uh, it's, it's looking rather nice. It's eight games, uh, uh, above right now. Is it not? Yeah. It's, it's almost, I mean, a breakaway. It's almost not even, it's getting to the point where it's not even going to be close. If you're a Yankee fan and, and maybe you're watching this on, on YouTube, because this is our, our YouTube uh, debut uh-huh. uh, or a Red Sox fan right on the comment box. Do you, do you actually believe that the Yankees or, or the Red Sox, whichever team is your team, are they, are they capable of winning the division? The nation 100% believes that the division is theirs to take. And there is no way that the Yankees and Red Sox can come back. Obviously, as a race fan in 2011, you can always say, hmm, anything can happen. But it's getting to the point that even with the magic number being above the reality, uh, you got to say it's going to be really tough. And you know what? The Blue Jays could slip in there, too. 
I mean, what Ooh, they boy. did against the Yankees mm-hmm. yesterday, and they've been on a roll. I, uh, I, I don't have it in front of me, but they've been winning a lot of games. Five games straight. Yeah. Five games straight, just like the Seattle Mariners. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at those standings and I'm getting kind of excited. I know everybody wants yeah. the Yankee Red Sox wildcard game. No, nobody Big. wants that. We certainly the locked on Rays listenership does not want that. In fact, I would go out. You know, who wants that ESPN? Yes. Okay. The, 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 the broadcasters, the, the big Jeff time Pawson, media. Jeff Pawson, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, Ken Rosenthal, everybody uh, wants that. You're right. Uh, the national media, not, not locked on Rays or the locked on Rays listeners. But you know what I want personally is Seattle and Toronto yes. getting there squeaking by taking out the evil empires mm-hmm. and, and have that, that would i would as a baseball fan i would rather watch the mariners and the blue jays go head to head for nine innings here you go get to the playoffs boys it's more fun to see that parody and to see different teams in it instead of talking about the same storylines over and over and yeah. the same players and that's why Sports like, let's be honest, the NFL, why there's so much parody in that sport. You never know who's going to win a Super Bowl year in and year out. Yeah, you've got contenders, but every oh, I know who they're going to win today. This year, it's the Bucks, baby. Oh, absolutely. Just like the Lightning. <laughs> that would be nice. You get you get the Bucks getting two in a row, yeah. the Lightning getting two in a row, and the Rays getting their first after coming off a World Series. There you Still go. Champa Bay, yes. uh, as far as we're concerned. Uh, can't throw USF in there quite yet. Maybe the Rowdies, though. I think the Rowdies are okay. Yes. Uh, Today, we want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Well, Kevin, you know, I like to save time and money, and that's why you have to use Rock Auto just like me. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? It just doesn't make sense. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all their parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Uh, Ulysses, we got a comment here from one of our longtime listeners and all the way from LA and still finds time to connect with us. Ben Rosa, he had a question uh, regarding yesterday's game. I mean, he was pumped up, and I think everybody in Rays Nation was pumped <laughs> up that the Rays won that game yesterday. But he is uh, curious about the status of Francisco Mejia uh, because he was in a lot of pain after fouling a ball off his right shoulder. And from what I understand, it's a contusion. He should be okay, but you never know. I will say that is a guy 
you don't want to lose if you're the Rays. The, uh, the the backup catcher, a backup catcher that has been as productive and valuable as he has been, because if he has to go on the IL or if something were to happen for him where he misses a couple days and Mike Zanino has to play every day right. and you have to call up, let's just say the alternative to Francisco Mejia isn't very good. It's AAA depth piece. It's Brett Sullivan or Joseph Odom. And those guys are basically hitting 220 at Durham, not to mention those guys don't bring to the table what Francisco Mejia does. It, it would be a Band-Aid and, and, and a Band-Aid that you would hope would only be for the minimum 10-day IL. Again, we haven't heard anything about him being in the IL as of right now. It really hurts. Uh, as soon as he got out of the game, but he got some treatment and it started to feel better. I guess, so I guess it would be a day-to-day option. I'm assuming we will see Mike Zunino tonight. Uh, the lineup obviously is not posted. The sun's coming up right now, fellas. So, um, you know, it, it, we really <laughs> don't know the lineup yet. But I would assume that Zunino would, would be the catcher today. And again, you're right. This is the MLB, MLB's best catching duo this whole season. So losing him would definitely be a negative, but uh, you know, from what we've heard, from what we've read, it doesn't seem like it's going to be an IL situation, at least not right now. So hopefully he wakes up a little bit less sore, a little bit less hurting because yeah, it would be Sullivan or Joe Odom. I I would think Odom would be the the first guy to get that call. Uh, He's already, I, I believe he was already in the, in the team earlier in April mm-hmm. when Zunino missed some time. So he would be the guy that, that gets the call. Yeah. Ben was asking about Blake hunt and I still think it's way too premature for him with a catcher. You definitely want to take your time. Yes. I mean, that was the problem with Zunino in Seattle. They called right. him up way too quickly. And at least with Odom and or Sullivan, they've worked with many of the guys who've been part of the Durham shuffle yes. where I don't know if Blake Hunt has really worked with any of the guys on the big league roster or guys who are going to be on the big league roster. Right. So you don't want to, I think it'd be very difficult to get him up to speed, not to mention, I think he's a double A right now and just the lack of familiarity. I mean, I, and a September chase too. Yeah. September chase. You don't want that, uh, you know, so yeah, too too early for Blake Hunt. I'm excited that you're excited about him, Blake, uh, yeah. uh, Ben. We are too. We we had him on the show. He he's a fantastic baseball mind, and we wish him nothing but success. But I think it's a little bit too early mm-hmm. for him to to be called up. So it would be, I think, jo- Joseph Odom. Can I also mention this? While uh, and, and it's funny because it, the, the game was about Nelson Cruz, Austin Meadows, Wander Franco, Colin McHugh, and and everybody that contributed right and you know francisco mejia didn't have a huge role in that game but i when ben brought up this question i wanted to look at some of his numbers francisco's numbers and it is just it still astounds me if you look at it post all-star break he has an 858 ops versus lefties this year he has a 262 batting average and 731 OPS versus righties this year. Let's remember he is a switch hitter, folks. Right. He has, uh, if this sounds familiar, a 262 batting average and 768 OPS. So lefty or righty, he is the exact same guy for all intents and purposes. Oh, and yeah, when runners are in scoring position, he has a 905 OPS and is hitting above 300. And talk about the the pitch breakdown. Oh, you know, what can we get him? Can we get him out on this, that, how are we going to attack him? Uh, He's batting 269 on fastballs, 254 on breaking balls, 256 
on off speed. And what I want to say about Mejia is not just what he does with the bat and right. how he, he comes in clutch. He's, he's been a part of some, he's almost like a, a silent assassin in a way, almost like an unexpected assassin. Like, Oh yeah, we expect Nelson Cruz to do damage. We expect yeah. Brandon Lau or Mike Zanino or one, of, but it, Sometimes it's just a base hit the other way or a pull double down the line from Mejia and that that opens up the ball game. And and one thing that I think it's very surprising to see from a catcher, obviously, it's the hustle. Yeah, he is not. Yeah, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, a lightning speed, but he's athletic for a catcher. So and athletic, athletic in his own right, actually. Yes. And, and so he you I think he if if he has a man on first. Uh, and there's a double play option. It's not a double play right off the bat. I, yeah. I, I feel like he can he can kind of uh, cut, cut that off r- r- with his speed. So that's great to see. And, and again, it would be really a, a, a negative for the race to lose him for any extended uh, a period of time. Yeah. But hopefully, it's just a day to day situation, and nobody needs to be called up. And and again, uh, Zunino had been kind of in, in a drought uh, mm-hmm. for his last seven games. So yesterday. He hit the ball pretty hard, so that's good to see. So maybe he can get going while Mejia is mending his, his shoulder. Ulysses, I think you were staring at my notes. You're you're cheating. You're copying here because you <laughs> mentioned how you know he's not just a tailor-made double play waiting to happen on a ground ball. Oh. Uh, I have some in front of me. June among catchers in home plate to first in terms of speed seconds where he ranks in all of baseball so you want me to give you the rate of speed uh not the rate of speed but where he His ranks. ranks i would say second he's third yeah and it's still pretty close so yeah. the fastest catcher in all of baseball home to first is dalton varsho with the diamondbacks 25 years old second is this guy's been an athlete great ball player jt ray muto yeah uh his his uh, home to first time is 4.3 seconds. And then Mejia is third, 4.36 seconds. And uh, Savant also has a metric competitive runs, quote unquote. He's had 80 competitive runs. So he's athletic. He hustles. And he does. Know, in a pinch, I, I think down the line, we could, if it gets to this and the Rays are hamstrung for one reason or another, you can stick him at first if need be. Maybe even in a, a corner, a corner outfield situation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, this is the Rays' way, right? You, you, you can kind of, for God's sakes, they put Nelson Cruz at first. They put Jordan Luplo at first. Yes. They don't care. I mean, so uh, you could see Mejia at first. I think he even did it in an extra inning type of situation. I think Mejia might have already grabbed a first baseman's mitt in 2021. Maybe my mind is... Um, faulting me there, but no, he is just a a jack of all trades. That's fantastic. I'll say this again, Zunino has one more option. I would think the Rays are going to pick that up. That's one more year that Mejia can learn from Mike Zunino's defense abilities, defensive abilities, the framing the pitch calling the, the rapport with the pitchers. That's one more year with the rotation. I feel like then you can kind of see Mejia be the starting uh, catcher for for the Rays in 2023, uh, barring any other, uh, you know, contract with Zunino. But I think Zunino is going to, if he hits anything like uh, this year in 2022, he's going to get big bucks in 2023 by a, by a larger club. But it's fantastic. Let, let's hope for a, a race W. You want the series win. You always say series wins. Yes. That's what matters. Today is that day. I, 
I mean, this is an exciting guy that that came from the bullpen, Drew Rasmussen. Mm-hmm. Can he keep it going? In his last 17 innings, he's only allowed three runs, uh, four walks, and 13 punches. So he can punch people out. He just saw the Red Sox. We actually went yeah. to that game, Kevin, uh, last week. So hopefully, you know, he he has more of that, you know, swing and miss stuff today. But again, Erot got the better of yeah. the race last week as well. Yeah, uh, Rasmussen went four innings and one earned run. That that almost seems to be his line every time out this last month, basically, <laughs> with a couple strikeouts. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, in his last appearance against the Rays a week ago, uh, went six innings, no earned runs, and six strikeouts. And I would think, I would think the Rays would love to get at least five out of Rasmussen, considering that they use Ooh, seven. Yeah pitchers we can't have another Yarbrough situation no and you know what I'm going to go a step further I don't think the Rays just win the series I think they sweep Ooh. oh wouldn't that just be like signed sealed delivered yeah goodbye Boston uh, I would I, love I that I think this game that happened last night I mean really it should have been over in the afternoon it shouldn't have <laughs> bled into the evening hours um that that's gonna that's a dagger for him. that's yeah, a psychological Sale, dagger seven one and you blow it at Fenway Park on Labor Day with a full packed crowd, great weather. Can't do that. Can't no. do that. I mean, you, you just cannot have that loss on your record and still be like, no, we can win the yeah. division. Or no, we, we definitely have the team to go to the playoffs. And no, no, you, no, you don't. And I'll be curious to see if they put Verdugo back out in center field. That boy, are they missing JBJ? over there in Fenway Park. A little bit. Yeah, you might just have to throw out uh, Cordero. I don't know who their next center fielder would be. I think it just goes to show you, look, we talked about Kevin Kiermaier on Monday. Yeah, it's good to have an elite defensive center fielder. Like, that is a game changer for Mm -hmm. sure. Now, it's not like every ball. There were some that were off the wall, maybe out of Verdugo's reach, but even just being able to play the Karen. But there was really, he had to catch that ball. He had to. Nelson Cruz um, that, that Nelson Cruz put out there. That's right. No. And, and again, that's the Rays need to take advantage of that sloppy defense and they have been doing that. Let's hope that it keeps going. 98 wins would, I think, secure the division. They're getting there little by little. Uh, it's an exciting time. It's, a, it's such an exciting time yes. that now locked on race listeners can go watch us on YouTube. So don't be afraid. Don't don't be a stranger. Go watch us on YouTube. Get get us uh, get get yourself subscribed to the channel. Uh, this is a new journey for me yeah. and Kevin. We're excited about it. We're nervous and and we're thrilled too. So um, uh, we we hope that you guys join us also on YouTube uh, and 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 get and get it going. Hopefully, no more uh, Zoom chats. I'm tired of the Zoom. I'm tired of the time <laughs> limit. I'm tired of links not working yes. and it crashing and. This restream stuff, this YouTube stuff, I think we've got like first day of school butterflies or new job butterflies. And (laughs) we'll we'll get that uh, figured out. But this is a pretty, pretty cool feature for sure. And it took us a little bit longer. Again, we're boomers. We don't know technology. That's right. I I can barely send a text message without (laughs) spelling errors and grammatically. My my fingers are too big. But it, it took us, look, just like the Rays, 
labored to win on Labor Day. Yes. We labored on Labor Day to figure out this YouTube stuff. And That's shout right. out to Doug Branson with the Locked On Podcast Network for yeah. getting all the materials and, and getting that situated. We just had to follow the video tutorial and the directions and got it from there. So hopefully you all enjoy it and, and check it out. And, and of course, reach out to us anytime. Twitter, Instagram, at Locked On Rays. You see our personal Twitter handles as well. And then shoot us an email, LockedOnRays at gmail.com or a voice memo. We love voice memos as well to that email address uh, okay that wraps up this edition of the locked on rays podcast now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the locked on bets podcast hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow